Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the Youngest in Charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 105 before we hand things over to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll get you tuned up for Nats Baseball. Uh, starting at 105 with Nats on deck. Right now, I want to continue to talk all things college football as it was, honestly, it was one of the crazier weekends I can remember in the sport in terms of the the storylines that we're able to take away from it. The quarterback position and, and what it could look like in next April's draft. Dion in Colorado going out and shocking the world the way that they did. Uh, Ohio State showing big-time cracks in their armor. Just so many storylines from week one of the college football season. But to me, man, the number one takeaway from me from this weekend in college football, yes, it's that Deion Sanders in Colorado got the dub. But what Travis Hunter, (laughs) what Travis Hunter was able to do is it's it's shocking. It's alarming. It's jaw-dropping. I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that it's the best thing I've ever seen in sports. Let's call it what it is. Shohei Otani, and what he does is great, right? Love the fact that he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. He's one of the best hitters in baseball. It's great. That's the only thing comparable. That is the only thing comparable is Shohei Otani. Travis Hunter yesterday played 110. uh, Let me me actually get it right. Let me actually get it right. Because this was... I want to get the exact number for you as to how many snaps this kid played. Basically, he played a full game on offense at wide receiver and on defense at corner. He had 11 catches for over 100 yards yesterday. He also, the interception that he had, to me, was one of the momentum-shifting, game-defining moments. 110 snaps yesterday from this kid. 110 snaps. Anyone who's played football at any level, high school, college, little league, 
you understand what it's like to play both sides of the ball, right? In Little League, that's what you're, like, trained to do. In, in high school, that's what you're trained to do. In high school, I played defensive end, I played tight end. Or I played offensive tackle, and I played defensive tackle. Or I played center, and I played linebacker. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different combinations and things in, that you could do. And it's so much more normalized on the high school level. But what he did yesterday in 110-degree weather to have that type of impact is, is nuts to me. And to do it at those two positions, corner and wide receiver, knowing the amount of running that goes into that, there's nothing comparable to what we saw yesterday from Travis Hunter. And it shouldn't be a surprise. Should be a surprise. The numbers, the receiving numbers are ridiculous, though. 11 catches, 119 yards. He had the biggest catch of the game to me on the fourth down play or third and long when Shador does a beautiful job manipulating the safety and then finding Travis Hunter in one-on-one coverage, throwing it up and letting him go make a play. I mean, I, I, I honestly, because I'll be honest, the kid was so hyped up coming out of high school. You didn't know whether he was going to play corner or wide receiver, but I didn't think he was legitimately going to play both sides of the football. We just, it, it's something we're not accustomed to seeing in today's day and age at the D1 level. And then to do it at those two positions where you got to run as much as you got to run and the athletes that you got to deal with. First game of the season too, man. Like It's just so much that goes into it. And I feel like, there's a legitimate case to be made. First of all, I want to say this. He's got to be my leading Heisman candidate right now coming out of week one. How is he not? How is he not the leading Heisman candidate coming out of week one? Apparently, he has the highest grade among corners in the Power Five conferences this uh, this weekend. Doesn't surprise me when you end up with an interception and you make big-time tackles the way he did. Doesn't shock me, man. My man, T... Sunday out of tweets at me and said, did you see Charles Woodson play at Michigan? The last two-way player, the last good two-way player to win the Heisman. Hunter will be in good company. He balled out yesterday. Look, Torrey, look, can I argue with you? That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like I'm more so trying to fi- find a good comp for this. And Charles Woodson is cool, but Charles Woodson didn't go out and have 120 yards receiving in a game and then go out and catch an interception and make the plays that Travis Hunter made yesterday, man. I want to let you all hear from his head coach, Deion Sanders, who, if you're just now tuning into the show, Deion yesterday gave the best halftime speech I've ever heard, the best pregame speech I've ever heard, and the best postgame speech I've ever heard. Here is Deion talking postgame, answering the question I'm trying to figure out. Can Travis Hunter, the two-way superstar, continue to play the game at this high of a level? Take a listen. Kenny, I try to tell you, but you ain't want to believe me because I'm just a lofty old young coach. I don't know nothing about football. You know, I just played in the NFL for 14, played at a high level in college for four, and been coaching youth all the way up for a long time. Why, how do you think we got Dylan Edwards? I coached him when he was four to seven years old. That's why we got Dylan Edwards. So Travis is him, like the young folks say. Travis is it. I really think, you know, I always promote all my kids. I really think we got a couple guys that uh, should be front runners for the Heisman right now. I really That's how I feel. And I want to promote my kids at all costs. And the beautiful thing that, we haven't, that I haven't mentioned yet in the program is Travis Hunter had two big-time drops yesterday that should have been touchdowns. 
He should have went for 200 yards receiving yesterday. It was that dominant what we saw this young man do. I I wonder if there's any high schoolers out there right now and you see the attention that Travis Hunter is getting from this, do you decide, you know what? Maybe when I get to the college level and I get to a power five school, maybe I'm going to follow in Travis Hunter's footsteps. But I will say this, you better tread lightly. Because the one thing that doesn't get talked about and credited, the strength and conditioning staff of Colorado coming in there, getting these guys ready. It was 110 degrees out there yesterday. So could you imagine what the field level temperature was? If it's 110 degrees outside, imagine what the field level temperature is, man. It's nothing like it. These dudes are Goliaths, man. I I just, the gladiators. I look at at football players, man, like it's a different breed and a different level of of savageness and toughness that you got to have, man, to play this game. And for Travis Hunter to do it on both sides of the ball the way he did it yesterday, Deion said it, man. We got two Heisman Trophy, three of them. Let's call it what it is. They have three Heisman Trophy candidates on that football team. The freshman running back, Dylan Edwards, that Deion was talking about, him, five catches, a buck 35, three tuds, and a game-winning touchdown. Travis Hunter, Mr. Do-It-All himself, 11 catches, a buck 19, and then he has the pick. And then Shador. The conversation surrounding Shador is going to be fascinating this week. It really is because for whatever reason, we like to move the goalpost on certain quarterbacks in terms of giving them the full amount of credit for what they were able to accomplish. For whatever reason, we moved a goalpost. They better not move a goalpost for Shador Sanders. If you saw Drake May last night, that's why I was kind of shocked that Denton said what he said. If you saw Drake May last night, how in the hell can you be in your right mind saying that he's the clear-cut number two quarterback in the country right now? But ask somebody. Come on. That was the other thing I took away, man. The way the quarterback landscape is right now in college, you see why the Arizona Cardinals put Kyler Murray on injured reserve. You see why they are in no rush to bring him back. Let's just call it what it is, man. Let's call it exactly what the hell it is. The way... The way the quarterback position is going to be talked about the next 12 months is going to be fascinating. It really is. Because I think we may be in the golden age of quarterbacks at the collegiate level. Even when you go back, even when you go back to in recent history, when you go back in recent history, man, since the NFL draft went to seven rounds, the most quarterbacks drafted in one draft is 17. Back in 2004, the most in the top 50 is six back in 2011 and 1999. The most drafted in the first round is five. It happened three different times, 2021, 2018, and 1999. We already have six clear-cut guys that are going in the first round next year. Unless they completely fall off a cliff the next nine weeks. I mean, come on, y'all. Let's call it how we see it. But the Travis Hunter thing, I, I really do, I really do want to stand firm in what I'm saying. I've never seen anything like it. That and is- I read the tweet earlier about about Charles Woodson. I read I read the tweet earlier uh, talking about Bo Jackson. First of all, Bo Jackson ain't comparable. He ain't played both sides of the ball. Dion's done it in some form or fashion. I get it. 
but they didn't dominate the way Travis did, man. Yesterday was a dominant performance. There's nothing comparable to it. There's nothing comparable to it. Bo Jackson was pretty dominant. Not on both sides of the ball, though. Anyone who plays football understands this, especially at corner and wide receiver. This is why I always say, man, I never understood people that ran track. There's no way I'm just running just to run. Imagine being a cornerback, right, and the team's running a screen pass, and your job is to check the wide receiver. The wide receiver is supposed to clear you out down the field so you sprinting balls to the wall for about 40, 50 yards just to come back and do it all over again. And then normally, normally when the offense is on the field, defense getting a break, you get you some Gatorade, you get you some oxygen in you. Not Travis Hunter. He may, have, he may have been playing special teams yesterday for all I know. That's what I'm saying, dog. This is unlike anything we've ever seen, and we got to give him his flowers. I don't care that it's a small sample size. I don't. To do it at this level against the defending runner-up in the national title game, man, come on. What more do you want from this kid? In all honesty, I'm wondering, though, is he going to change the way the youth Look at playing both sides of the ball moving forward. Because I'll be honest with you, as someone who is a younger cat and had the ability to play offensive line, defensive line, every kid out there that's in my age demographic, when you were in college and when you were in high school, first of all, you only like playing two ways in high school. That, that's just what it is because you realize you got to win. When you get to college, practices get a little longer. You're in the weight room a little bit more. Your body gets a little tired. Nobody wants to play both sides of the ball. I, I understand all the, all the cachet and all the clout that comes with it, but no one really wants to do it. It's tiring as hell. I'm impressed with Travis because not only did he do it, he dominated. And I want to continue to shout out the strength and conditioning staff over at Colorado. Getting this group ready. Galvanizing this group. Getting them to understand that, you know what? No one gives a damn. No one cares. Go be great. Go put in work. But the one thing I don't want to get lost in all of that, speaking of galvanizing your group, the slack and the crap that Coach Prime had to put up with throughout the duration of this college football offseason is a joke. It just shows you how personal it is for some folks. See, there are a lot of folks and a lot of y'all out there that didn't like Dion the player, so now you're not going to like Dion the coach. That's okay. It's just how you didn't like Dion the player, and <laughs> he ends up in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> You're not going to like Dion the coach. He's going to end up a damn national champion. To do what he's doing, this may be one of the greatest coaching feats we've ever seen. Name me a coach that has turned around a 1-11 program as quickly as Dion has. You, you name me one, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll give you kudos. I'll give you your flowers. The floor can be yours for the rest of the show. You can't. You can't. I had to sit up here and listen to folks mock Dion. The folks that I work with, let's call it what it is. Went back and forth with Denton and Doc Walker on Friday and Thursday and Wednesday. Had to sit there and listen to them tell me that Dion and them didn't have a shot. Get the hell out of here, man. Told you I'm a numbers man. Just to show you the impact. He's bringing his bags with him, and they are Louie. 80. Plus transfers into Colorado. And you already see the turnaround. Last year, the Buffaloes averaged 15 points per game offensively. They averaged 280 yards a game. They averaged 172 passing yards per game. 
yesterday in week one, 45 points, 557 yards of total offense, a school record for passing yards with 510 yards. You tell me, you tell me why Deion Sanders shouldn't be considered the greatest coach in college football right now. It's easy to go out when you got talent. It's easy to go out when, when everyone's rooting for you and everyone's pulling for you. But it's back against the wall. Naysayers continuing to talk bad about the man. And he went out there and revolutionized the Colorado program. Let's call it what it is. And it's not even just about the on-the-field impact. 80-plus new players. Sold-out season tickets. 700% increase in merchandise sales. Come on, man. I want to take your calls on this, man. We want your full reaction to what the hell happened yesterday. The story that is taking over the world right now in sports. Not just college sports. All sports. Deion Sanders. Shador Sanders. Travis Hunter, Dylan Edwards in the Colorado Buffaloes shocking the world yesterday going up to TCU and knocking off number 17 TCU. Doing the unthinkable. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. I see some of you all saying I need to calm down. I see some of you all saying Travis Hunter isn't as good as Charles Woodson. Tap in. I don't even got a question for you. I just want to react because what I saw yesterday is the greatest turnaround I've ever seen in sports. Your call's next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. We are simulcasted on our sister station, the Team 980, and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the Youngest in Charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 105 before we hand things over to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll get you warmed up for Nats and Marlins. It is a 135 first pitch, and per usual, you can catch all of the action right here on your flagship home for Washington Nationals baseball, 1067 The Fan. We'll take a big-picture look at the National Football League coming up at 1220 with my pal J.P. Acosta who covers the league for SB Nation. He will join us uh, at 1220, and we'll talk all things NFL as we get geared up for week number one of the regular season. Right now, though, I want to continue to react to what the hell we got to bear witness to yesterday. The program and team that was, let's call it what it is, they were made a mockery. They were made a laughingstock during the offseason. That's all everyone wanted to talk about was, 
was Dion in Colorado and the exodus and the use of the transfer portal. And we had Danny, folks like Danny Cannell come out and try to talk down on what Dion got to do. What do y'all have to say now? What do y'all possibly have to say now? Because I sat and listened to every pundit try to rip this group apart. The only pundit who I think gets credit, he's biased because he graduated from Colorado, is Joe Klatt. Joe Klatt of Fox, Fox Sports is really the only dude that I feel like has genuinely been in Dion's corner this whole time. Everyone's got something to say because it's never been done before. Taking an HBCU quarterback, bringing him to a Power 5 conference, and having him dominate? Oh, oh, by the way, and it's his son. That's okay. You cannot stop what God has destined for people, man. That, that's the one thing I take away from all of this. Because Dion and them have done it the right way. See, y'all look at Dion, and y'all see he's brash, and y'all call him arrogant. But this dude has been coaching Starting from the youth level, working with six-year-olds all the way up. He's coached through high school. He's coached through middle school. He's done it at the college level. Now he's bringing it to the Power Five, and a lot of people are about to get real uncomfortable. I'm telling you, because this schedule that they play, it's no slouch schedule. I want to see what the conversation is when they go take on Caleb Williams and USC later on this season. I want to see how they compete in those games. I have no doubt about it. My only question with them was could they compete on both sides of the line of scrimmage? And TCU is pretty loaded on that side in, the, that, the, in those two positions, and they handled themselves well. Never seen anything like it. The ability to galvanize a program. His halftime speech, and Chris, I don't know if we have the halftime speech ready to go. His halftime speech to me was it just encapsulates what this is all about. The halftime speech to me, take, take a listen. Here's Deion Sanders at halftime. Let's go out there. Let's get loose. Let's not come out flat. This, that was an appetizer. Not about to get the meal. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was an appetizer. And the only way they end this darn game is we let them. Yes, Two turnovers. We're not going to beat ourselves. We're not going to beat ourselves. Yes, sir. We're going to beat them. They just saw the appetizer. You was a little apprehensive. You really didn't know what we had. You really didn't believe. But now you should. You should understand what we got. Everything we need is right in this locker room and right next to it. And it's on you to make up your mind uh, how you want this story written. It's a pen in every darn locker. How are you going to write this story? Let's go out there and be dominant, fellas. I believe your offense is going to get the ball, and they're going to go down and score. Defense is going to go back, three and out. We're going to get a good punt return, and we're going to... Contend to beat the brakes off these young men. Yeah. But we're going to do it with class and dignity. Yes, no more stupid penalties. We got that? Yes, sir. Touch the person next to you and look at him and say, I believe. I believe. Come Let's on, go work. Man. That's how you change a culture. That's how you get guys to buy in. It's about belief. TCU may have well yesterday been the more talented team. But they're not playing for one another the way the kids of Colorado are right now, man. Let's go to Paulie. What's going on, Paulie? L to the W, man. Linnell, you all right, bro? I'm good, man. I'm turned up. Man, your, blood, your blood pressure is through the roof, man. Calm down. Man, if you've been listening all week, you understand why. What did that? What did I sit up there and try to tell Denton and Doc Walker? Hey, man, I said the believe. same thing, man. Hey, look, man. 
That's the whole thing. You know, you was talking about uh, Travis Hunter. Yo, he, he was doing this last year. You know what I mean? Even with Shador Sanders. And after that game, uh, Shador said, I was at the HBCU last year. You know what I mean? So, and, and that's the shame of it all is that these two guys had to go to uh, D1 schools just to prove they worth in football. And there's a lot of players in yep. HBCUs that can play on that D1 level for whatever reason or not. They don't get the opportunity. But even in that, they don't get the shine and the credit for it. So it was good to hear Shador say that, you know what I mean, yesterday. I was at an HBCU last year, and he was doing the same thing there last year. Yep. And for the for your other tweeter caller, nah, this ain't Charles Woodson. This ain't Bo Jackson. It's, it's never been seen. This dude was the primary player at at that position. He was the primary cornerback, and he was the primary wide receiver, and he dominated for the whole game. And then he had the nerve to say after the game, he was ready to play some more. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Dig it, Let's man. keep it going. Let's run it back. Man, you know what I mean? Boy. So, hey, man, it, it's, not a, it, it's a complete turnaround of culture, but not a complete turnaround in winning. Not just yet, man. You got to think about it, man. The cup. Dion ain't really had a chance to go grocery shopping. Yet. He hasn't. He's been using the portal. No, man. <laughs> Look, man, they've been, they been shopping at Walmart all, all off season. Wait till they start going to Target. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Wait till they get, wait, so, wait till they get a Costco card or something, Paul. Hey, Come on, hey, man. Hey, listen. Listen, man. There's a team that's playing tonight down in Tallahassee. They got to be kicking themselves in the ass oh, right no. now. Oh, they got to be. And you heard the back and forth this be, week. Man. You saw the back and forth this week. I love Dion's not claiming it. Paul, we up against the clock, man. I appreciate you hey. calling in as always. 1-800-636-1067 this number. I want to continue to run through these calls. Lines are loaded right now. If you're trying to get in, I apologize if you get the busy signal. We got all lines lit up. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, more of your calls reacting to the biggest story in sports right now. Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes shocking the world yesterday, going on the road, knocking off TCU How'd you feel about it? Your call's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listing lines. You can tweet at me as well, 
It is at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Want to hear your calls. What is your reaction to what you saw yesterday on the Fox Big Noon kickoff? TCU in Colorado, Dion and company going out and going out to Texas and completely shocking the world with their 45-42 victory. Big time performances all across the board. Dylan Edwards, the running back, five catches, a buck 35 and three touchdowns. Travis Hunter playing. Chris, can you remind me the number again? Was it 144 snaps he played yesterday? 144, 80 on defense, 64 on offense. I mean, just absolutely incredible, unlike anything I've ever seen. Jimmy Horn Jr., 11 catches, a buck 17 and a touchdown. Xavier Weaver, six catches, a buck 18. I mean, it was just, it was unlike anything I'd ever seen. And to see Shador come from the HBCU, of Jackson State, and then compete and toss the pill as well as he did yesterday against a Power 5 opponent. I think he's put his name on the map if it already hasn't. That was one of my big takeaways from from opening weekend of college football, man. I don't think it's Caleb Williams 1, Drake May 2. I do think Caleb Williams is still the consensus top guy, but you're not going to convince me that Drake May, after watching him last night, is the second-best quarterback in all of college football. You, you just, you're just not going to tell me that. I saw Michael Penix. I saw Bo Nix. I saw Shador. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I want to get you all's reaction to what the hell happened yesterday, though. Shane is out in Nashville on the Odyssey app. What's going on, Shane? Hey, great show. Uh, you know what? Yesterday was great for college football. I mean, just for everything around. And, yeah, yesterday was great. But what people forgot is, I think yesterday the greatest thing was University of Virginia taking the field yesterday after the tragic they went yeah. through last year. Uh, nobody's talking about that. That is tragic what they did. Collins, number one, the fact that he was on that field yesterday playing after being shot and bait, surviving, you know, my hat's off to University of Virginia. I'm a Tennessee volunteer fan, so I'd have to disagree with you. I think uh, Deion Sanders is doing a fantastic job. He's a fantastic coach, but people forgot about what Josh Eiffel did at the University of Tennessee. He turned that program quicker than anybody has college football. So that's another thing. And plus, you know, they Travis Hunter is one of those dogs that, that are just a rare breed. And look, I do think he's better than Charles Woodson. The reason why I say that is because it's modern football. They didn't throw it like they did back in the day. Right. And, and this kid can actually come up and play the run. He can come up there and play any position. Hell, he can play safe. I played football at the University of Florida. So, TC, you played a cover two the whole game. Mm-hmm. I get that. But you still got to hit your targets. And people don't realize TCU was a bad defense last year. They ranked 91th in the country last year. The passing game, they gave them almost 300 yards a game. So I think we need to slow it down a little bit. And, Hold on. Did you, and, it's, not even, it's, not even about, it's not even about the level of competition. Are you watching the different arm angles that this kid is throwing, throwing through? Are you oh, watching absolutely. him no, go this, through his progressions I, and I, hang in there in the pocket despite getting hit in the chops and still hanging in there no. and throwing dots? I don't care who he was going moxie. against. What he did yesterday was damn impressive. Moxie. He's got moxie. But, but and there's other, like you said, I'm Drake Mays, if he's the number two quarterback coming out, I feel sorry for the NFL right now. Joe <laughs> Milton right now, yeah. not because I'm a Tennessee fan, he looked awesome out there. And plus, this kid has the strongest arm on this planet. And that's a fact. This kid is 6'5", 240, and can run like a deer. So, if Anthony Richardson got drafted fourth just mm. off of pure talent, what's Joe Milton going to get drafted? If he has half the year of Hen and Hooker had last year, yeah. what's to say this kid can't be the, uh, in the Heisman? 
And what people don't realize is Hendon Hooker was in that uh, Heisman talk. Well, before the injury. He was a front runner. Before the injury, that was the case. Shane, I appreciate Shane, I appreciate the call as always, man. Let's go out to Andre Manassas. What's going on, Andre? Hey, what's going on, man? Yeah, you know what? Kudos to Deion Sanders and in, in, in what he did. Um, I, I would say this. I, I'm, I'm not putting an asterisk on it, but I would say that what he did in terms of the turnaround wouldn't have been possible without the NIL and these 81 Trampers. You know, back in the day, you you come into the program, you had kids, good kids, bad kids, whatever, but you had to keep on to the end of that scholarship. So I think what you're seeing now is the beginning of a new style of college football when coaches are expected to come in and have a quick turnaround. Um, but I, I think that wasn't possible, you know, do you, five, six can, years can ago before can NIL. You, can I ask you a question, Andre? Do you, do you understand how – Guess we guess we guess we lost Andre. Let's go to Skip in DC. Let's come on, Skip. But now, you're a very young man, and recency, you know, with your generation is <laughs> oh, Lord. is always a factor. However, mm-hmm. I will give you this. That was one of the most phenomenal college football, especially for opening weekend. Yeah. You know, usually it's just some run-up-the-score time. That was phenomenal. I mean, I watch every single play. Usually I'm kind of in and out on the game. Right. I watch, especially that second half, I watch every single play. And I rewound stuff. I was like, this is, this is amazing. What is going on here? Dion has assembled some top-flight college players. And as one commentator pointed out, the line, the offensive line. Yeah. Not only the skill positions, but that offensive line did their job. That's why I think I'm, they'll have a shot, Skip. It's because the offensive yeah. line was the big question mark when you're coming and bringing in a bunch of different dudes and you're playing power five football. you got to be able to compete in the trenches. Absolutely. But let me fool you all a little bit, okay, because we're going to find out quick. We are. No, Not only do they have USC, and I think Deion's team will be able to compete in every game be- offensively for sure. They also have Oregon. This month, this is happening this month. Yeah, on the twenty third and the thirtieth, Oregon and USC. Okay, so we're gonna find out quick. However, I think he's gonna be in the game. It's just defensively that is so difficult to put together a top flight defense overnight. It is, and they did get the big stop at the end, and they made some plays. And of course, they have Travis Hunter ball hawking, and they got some dudes there. They got some. They got some skill position, but. If you got a running game, I think they're going to be in a little bit of trouble on that side, on the, on the, on the defensive the def- line. The defense was, was tough. The amount of big plays that they gave up yesterday, Skip, was head-scratching. And Deion addressed it in the postgame, so I give it to him. Yeah, so but, but it's going to be interesting. I'll tell you what, the ratings now mm-hmm. for oh, these yeah. games, they play Nebraska, which is an old-school rivalry, Colorado-Nebraska, yep. getting ready to go into the Big 12. They have made college football interesting. Deion, I give him credit. It's a new day it in is, college man. football. Skip, with- I appreciate the call as always, man. I want to tap in a little bit more on what Skip had to say about, I think I said it at the top of the show, the impact that he's having. Think about it. ESPN chooses what spring game they want to go to, and they they bring their whole crew out there, and they, they give you wall-to-wall coverage. For them to be out at Colorado shows you, hey, he done brought some, cliche, some, some cachet and some clout to this school. The fact that the first – Big noon Sunday of the year was Colorado. Let's you know, man. Like, come on. I think ESPN game day is going there next week. 
Or I think Big Noon is going to be in Colorado again. Or for the first time next week. That Nebraska game. Next week, Big Noon kickoff on Fox is going to tell you a lot more about what Deion Sanders and company have to offer you, man. The fact that they're competing, though, at on both of the line of scrimmages, that's why I think they're going to have a shot to shock some people in the Big 12. Because think about it. Upsets happen each and every week in this sport. Yeah, I see they got big, bad USC on the schedule. Yeah, I see they got big, bad Oregon on the schedule. Any given Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, anything can happen. G from the shop. What's going on, G? My, I Lou Nell, my, I, I'm, I'm definitely with you. I'm with Dion. Travis Hunter was number one and number two coming out of high school on anybody's list in the country. Dion got him coming, coming to Jackson State. You know what I'm saying? Over any Power Five school, that just showed the courage, the charisma yep. Dion been had since Florida State. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't surprised, but. For you to crown them after one one game is definitely a premature ejaculation. And, and, and they got, like my man said, they got USC, they got Utah, Oregon put up damn near 100 points yesterday. You know what I'm saying? They better not get beat by Nebraska. <laughs> I'm rooting for them like a mug, but you got me messed up talking about Woodchuck. Charles Woodson. I know that's your look, 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 G, I know that's your man. No. Hey, listen. <laughs> what Charles Woodson did in college, what Desmond Howard did in college, what Sean Ta- – man, Derek Singley Jr. was taking kicks back. It's di- but, but G, this, this, this is the difference. Freshman. They all did it on special teams as a return guy. It's different hey, listen, when you were the number hey, one listen. wide receiver and the number one corner, G. Charles Woodson could have did whatever he wanted could've. to. Sean Taylor, Sean Taylor was the number one running back coming out of Florida back when he was coming to Miami. Like, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. Put, a, put out a hell of a college um, – uh, uh, it's great for the college game, but them dudes I just mentioned put out a hell of a resume, and you stay being, like my man said, recency bias, I'm rooting for. Don't get me wrong. I'm rooting for Dion and them. But, man, you got to do this, man, against Oregon, Utah, USC. You definitely got to. What, what was TCU, for, but, though, G? But what, that, what, what was TCU, G? The, def- the runner-up in the national title TCU, game? Like my man said. They were Swiss cheese last year. They gave up a lot of points last year. Yeah, they was in the playoffs, but, man, I'm telling you, Deion did what he had to. It was the first game. A lot of emotions was intact right there. So let's see if he can keep it consistent. And I'm rooting for him once again. But don't go out here and lay no egg against the, oh, well, the Cornhuskers next If they go out and lay an egg against Nebraska, we're going to have some different – we're going to have some furniture hey, nah, you're going, you going to buy me a burger and a pint of Tito. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bet, G. Yes, sir, man. I'm gonna tap in with you. Look, let's go to let's go to John and Herndon before you the break. What's going on, John? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I always want to call you. Hey, I just I have a completely different take. I, I, God bless everybody who's tearing it down and Dion may do lay an egg next week or this or that or the 81 window. But for me, what happened yesterday is what college sports is all about. Yes. It's not just on any given game something can happen. It's when Spirit, faith, faith in the brothers you're in the trench with all comes together, and it's a miracle. And that's what I love about college sports because you get some incredible stories that last 100 years. John, I appreciate the call as always, my friend. You couldn't have summed it up any better than that. Yeah, and I do feel like maybe I'm losing sight of that part, but it's the reason I want to continue to let you all hear from Deion Sanders and some of the audio that he gave to us yesterday. I mean, I just, it, it's powerful stuff. I got a couple of bites from Dion's presser yesterday that I want to play from you on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. This is the fan. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. It is overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. We are simulcasted on our sister station, the Team 980, and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the Youngest in Charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 105 before we dish the rock to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll get you warmed up for Nats and Marlins. It is a 135 first pitch. Per usual, you can hear all of the action right here on your flagship home for Washington Nationals Baseball, 1067 The Fan. We've been talking all things Colorado and Deion Sanders for the first couple of hours of the program. Plenty of storylines coming from week one of the college football season. I want to let you hear from Deion, though, man, because radio is a perfect audio medium. And this pregame speech is up there amongst the best I've ever heard. Take a listen. Usually God give me a word long before this. But he's been holding it. Because it's not about them. This is about us. This has nothing to do with the team that's opposing us. This is about us. This ain't got nothing to do with the naysayers, the, the unbelievers, the haters, the doubters. This is about us. When we started this journey, we told you it was going to be trying. It was going to be tough. But you endured. Because it's about us. That man next to you is a miracle. That man next to you is a believer. That man next to you is a go-getter. That man next to you is a dog. That man next to you is somebody who wants this thing. That man next to you is somebody who believes. That man next to you is somebody that got to have it today. We ain't got tomorrow. We got now. We ain't got next. We got now. We ain't coming no more. I mean, come on. If you've been following the moniker all offseason long, man, it's we coming. And yesterday, he said it, man. We're not coming no more. We're here. He addressed the naysayers yesterday in the postgame as well. Here's Deion Sanders on what he would say to the people that questioned the transfer portal in the, HB, in the HBCU players. I tell him to turn on the film. We're going to continuously be questioned because we do things that have never been done. That's the way our life has presented themselves. We do things that have never been done, and that makes people uncomfortable. When you see a, a confident black man sitting up here talking his talk, walking his walk, coaching 75% African Americans in the locker room, that's kind of threatening. Oh, they don't like that. But guess what? We're going to consistently do what we do because I'm here and ain't going nowhere. And I'm about to get comfortable in a minute. I'm about to get comfortable in a minute. Because guess what? These young men in there right now, they believe, not all of them believed before, but right now, they came up one by one, twos by twos. Coach, we believe. Now they believe. Now Boulder believes. People in the front office, people people in the building, the fans, the students, now everybody want to believe. I'm good with that. We got room. <laughs> I mean, he, he's always been a charismatic enigma, but Putting him in front of a microphone post game every week is going to be some of the best things we've ever heard in college football, man. I am super excited to see 
uh, what Coach Prime and the Colorado Boulders, or the Colorado Buffaloes, excuse me, have uh, in store for us moving forward. Next week, Fox Big Noon Sunday or Saturday will be uh, in Boulder, Colorado for Nebraska and Colorado. I'm expecting Dion and company to pick up right where they left off last week. We'll take a time out when we come back. The final hour of power here on this Sunday morning edition of Overtime. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.